The tiny tail twitched. She swallowed a whimper. Easy, easy now. The fence separating them was five feet high. Fluffy wasn't going to spring through the air, latch onto her throat, and gnaw her jugular like a corncob. Dogs were statistically more likely to lick a person to death. By a lot. By a lot, a lot. But try telling that to her dry mouth and trembling hands. The growls crescendoed into shrill yaps. Fluffy reared on hind legs, an eight-pound demon cavorting in the seventh circle of hell. Pepper's stomach responded with a queasy burble. More yowling rose ahead. A boxer, looking hell-beast, tried cramming its fat head through its white picket prison. Nope. She veered around a parked minivan and crossed the street, pulse leaping with panic. They don't want to hurt me, they don't want to hurt me, she chanted a mantra from Canine Calm, a weekend cognitive therapy clinic she'd shelled out 300 bucks on after a close encounter with a shih tzu in Soho last summer left her, well, shih-tzuing her pants. Blink and breathe. Unravel the negative feelings within before they unravel you. Observe fearful emotions and give them space as they arise, watching them float away like soap bubbles. Blink without judgment. Remember, there is no right way or wrong way to blink. Simply be the blink. Blink that. She dropped out an hour into the non-refundable session. But now her ears were hot and her jaw tight, all the hallmarks of spiking blood pressure. She could chant, they don't want to hurt me, all day. But the faint white scars in her cheek, one below her eye and the other to the side of her nose, the exact match to a Doberman pincher's mouth, begged to differ. Her nervous system issued a warning. Imminent threat to life and limb, take cover. Two corgis joined the den, followed by a baritone bow-wow-wow from another backyard. Which way to go? No direction was safe. Is that lady dancing? A high-pitched voice asked behind her. Don't know, another answered. Pepper turned, and two kids, the girl in a full-skirted pirate get-up, the boy in artfully ragged breeches, froze on identical scooters. Their chubby, pink-tinged cheeks offset tawny skin, and matching skull and crossbones hats perched on top of their thick black curls. Ahoy there, mateys. It sounded like she'd been sucking helium. She cleared her throat, striving for a more natural tone. Don't you two look cute? The little girl scratched the side of her nose. Mama's using us as models. For the village pillage ad, the boy fiddled with his eye patch. She works for Mayor Marino's office, and we gotta beat Hogjaw. Village pillage? Any distraction from the canine chorus was welcome, even if it meant hanging out with kindergartners. Memorating Captain Redbeard. And Everlyn's true claim to the lost treasure. Deciphering hieroglyphics might be easier than understanding those last sentences. Pepper frowned. You mean commemorating? And Mama promised us ice cream afterward if we smile real good. The girl bared her teeth 
and an overwide grin, or grimace, hard to say which. Two scoops of Superman flavor for me, and men ship for a will. Daddy says it was bribery, but Mama calls it incentivizing. She pronounced the last word with careful enunciation. Menchip is one of my favorites, too. Thank God her ploy worked. The dogs were losing interest the longer they chatted. Why do you talk funny? Caution crept into the little boy's voice, presumably William. You mean my accent? Well, see, I'm from Manhattan. A five-year-old had burned her, but who cares? The longer she rambled in the street, the better the chance that awful barking might eventually stop. Lori sighed. At least that's where I feel that I'm from. I was born in Moose Bottom.